I'm starting this ep off with an unreleased exclusive. Released by Herc. Uh, check him out. Might Hang even on. throw his tag. I'm here with Josh. What's up? What's up? What's up? Them ones. Your mum's a shit cook. So, substitution. <laughs> yeah. Had to tag in my boy Jay Busy because in Coda front was, of the camera today. Yep. Because Coda was busy. But he's done this before. If, if you might have seen him on Let Him Shoot a few times. Yep. So he's not no amateur. So take it easy on my guy. <laughs> Um, you know, I want to say today that just kick it with us guys. There's no pressure Grab on a you. Grab a cuppa, maybe an iced coffee because this weather's stanking hot. Bro, it was fucking hot as shit today. Oh, you tell me about it. I, uh, I had to go to the beach. I was about to nap and I was like, I can't do this. It's too hot. Yeah. And uh, I had to go, but come kick it with us today. There's no pressure and the topics aren't too heavy. Just, just come kick it with us. Honestly, this is what I want you to do right now if you're at home, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to put on Spotify or YouTube and I want you to get your favorite drink, whether it be a hot beverage or a cold beverage, maybe a snack, and just kick back with us. Vibe. Just vibe. <laughs> There's going to be no yelling and stuff today because it's me and Josh. I'm not a screamer. He's not a screamer. Pause. And... You know, I don't think there's going to be any arguments unless Josh randomly just debates all my fucking points. I get very passionate points. about fish and chip shops or something. Hey, that's doing great on TikTok, please. 22K already, let's yeah, go. We're back on TikTok, so check us the fuck out. Um, how's your week been, man? Um, pretty all right, pretty slow. I had some friends that moved to Canberra last week. Shout oh. out them. Canberra's where it's at, apparently. Yep, it is. Um. Yeah, but other than that, UFC on a weekend. No, oh, that was that was yeah, that was United about. got a win on a weekend. Woo! Um, so did we. Yeah, love to see it. Up the boys. So yeah, pretty chill. What about mm. you, bro? How was your week? Oh, thanks, man. I thought no one was gonna ask. My week was um uh, came to a lot of realizations. I came to a lot of realizations that uh, life's changing. People around me are changing. Mm. Uh, and with that being said, uh, I have to be okay with doing things alone. So I did a lot of things alone. Uh, obviously people have seen my reels that I- Banger, by the way. You know, people don't see the behind the scenes. It looks all cool <laughs> and calm and suave, but the one where I jumped in the water, that took yeah. four takes. Welcome to my world, bro. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, and people are looking at me like, who is this fully grown man setting up his phone to jump in a rock pool? <laughs> Uh, not even the kids were doing that. So, yeah, took some trips down to the peninsula. Um, had a lot of people say, oh, where is this? And depending on if whether they were a gorgeous girl or not, I would say. <laughs> if they're tanned. Yeah, if they're tanned or not, I would say, well, why don't you let me take you there so you can mm. find out? Mm. <laughs> and no one responded well to that. To Handjob Creek. Yeah. Um, and I put up another. I thought I'd take it next level. I was like, okay, no girls wanted to go on a beach cruise. What about? A jet ski cruise. Yeah, that that's enticing. When you bring the jet ski in, yeah. it's different. Doesn't matter how ugly and fat I yeah, am. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got a jet ski. Yeah. So <laughs> that still didn't work. Um, it was non-tanned girls replying. Um, and I was like, okay, well, this, is, this isn't going very well. But yeah, took a lot of solo trips. Um, relaxed, bro. I was on the beach all week, different mm. locations. That's mad. Living life. Yeah, just Yui Boom on low. Um, relaxing, looking at the waves, thinking about things, breathing. Um, Meditation. Yeah, 
Facts. And when I went to Bush Rangers Bay, I um, my curiosity got the better of me and I jumped a fence that said like no public entry. Um, and I went down a sand dune um, onto basically a private beach. Um, it was a no pants party. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how, that's how private it was. I was that's just like, mad. I'm just getting my ass and balls and <laughs> dick and batty and whatever out. Um, what yeah. How do you fucking stumble across that? Where was that? So you can go two ways to Bush Rangers Bay. Like you can oh, go okay. down the, you can go right or sorry, you can go left, which takes you to the main beach or mm. you can go right, which doesn't have any signs or anything. But again, these YouTubers have brainwashed me. The curiosity got the better of me. I went down there. It was so dead, bro, that I left my slides at the top of the cliff knowing no one was going to take them because there was oh, no right, one there. Right. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was just refreshing, you know, did the whole set up my phone, wash my face with the salt water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's mad. Um, Bit of Casey nice that. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that's really it, bro. I've... Um, I don't know. I come to the realization that as you get older, people move on. They take different paths. Yeah, it's good. You you got to like be able to still do things without relying on other people. You know. Yeah, and you know what? I learned that um because when I was you know from maybe eighteen to like twenty three, I had so many options. I was just like, oh, I can go with these people. I can yeah, go yeah. with these people. But now it's just like you know a lot of people just don't. They have nine to fives. I don't. Doing their own thing. Um, And they sort of just, you know, either have girlfriends or they've moved or whatever. So I have to start being okay with uh, doing things alone. And I actually enjoy it because I move on my own time. Yeah. I eat when I want. I eat eat what what I want. want. Yeah. And I go and see what I want. Mm. I don't know. I don't have to, you know, can we go? I'm hungry. I'm burnt. Mm. It's good to get used to that as well. Because you like you'll be able to experience more, especially by yourself. Well, have you ever solo traveled? Um, so when I was last in Europe, I I was with my family, but then I went off by myself for yes. a little bit, and then I've been to Europe like with a group and not with my family. So like, kind of like I kind of get bit. it. Yeah, yeah, like I can't. Yeah, but not strictly by myself. It's it's a bit nerve wracking. I've only done it in small dosages mm. or taken it in small dosages, but. It's really good because once you get over the um, – sorry, it's hot. Once you get over the first few bumps of maybe a language barrier mm. or being a bit alone – The fact that you're alone. Yeah. You actually have a lot of fun and you stumble across things that you wouldn't have if you were in a group. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Because you get to choose exactly what you said before. You get to choose exactly what you want to do, where you want to go, what you want to see. Bro, I and No one complains about it. Nah. I remember in Paris, I just went for a walk one day. I didn't know where I was going, but I went for a walk and I ended up finding all these things along the way that I didn't plan to go see. Mm. But I don't think I would have if I had people with me because someone would have said, I'm hungry. Someone would have said, I want to go toilet. Someone yeah, said yeah. CBF. Yeah. I backed up. So you're going to do solo traveling? Definitely. 100%. I want to do solo traveling. Like even the how people say hostels and shit like that. I reckon that would be fine. You'd meet some crazy people. You know, if I didn't have stomach issues and sleeping issues, I'd so stay in a hostel. But I just know how I am. Just do it, bro. Just do it. Like, I know how I am, bro. I'm very, I'm very like, I need my own space. I, I can't sleep through any type of noise. So you you wouldn't like even just do it like one night, just fuck it. Oh yeah, maybe a night here or there. Cause bro, everyone I know that's been to a hostel has had the best yeah. story of yeah. their trip because of the random Swedish and Portuguese guys mm-hmm. and, you know, Finnish girls that they met in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what entices me about it. Um, I was going to, you know, Kentucky, have you heard of them? Yeah. I was going to do one. But then I was like, if I get stuck with a bunch of Americans who are like ignorant because they're really ignorant when they travel, it would do my head in. I had a mate that went and he loved it. Yeah, like the best time ever. You got was he easy going? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was super easy going. See, you know me, I'm not the best (laughs) when it comes to that. (laughs) I am. I'm a bit more carefree overseas. I I am much more easy going overseas (coughs) because I have no responsibilities. Like I have nowhere to be at certain times. blah, Blah 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 blah. But yeah, Kentucky, maybe I'll do it. The threshold is 35, so I've still got a few years. I don't want to be there when I'm 34, like, oh, I just made it, like a weird cunt. But 
yeah, some of the partying that would go on. I even had a guy <clears throat> the other day, he's like, please tell me you're doing Croatia sale. I was like, nah, I don't know. I don't know about that. And then I've heard people say amazing stuff on there, fucking on boat uh, decks and shit. The sunset. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Have you been on a cruise? No, I haven't. Have cruise you? Is good. Yeah, I went with my family once. That was sick. To um, Isle of Pines and shit. Do they really have cinemas and shopping centers and shit? Cinemas, yeah. Bro, the Spirit of Tasmania has a cinema. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a full-blown one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure it's full-blown. My, my but shopping centers, probably the big fuck-off ones in America and shit. I don't know. Or Europe. Yeah, man. I don't know. This It's a bit weird traveling with COVID at the moment, but mm. I think people are just going to have to realize that <clears throat> it's a new norm. Like, And what COVID has done, it's made me appreciate Victoria more and Australia as a whole. Yeah. More so Victoria because, you know, I don't need to fly anywhere. I don't need to fill out any forms, et cetera. But you can drive half an hour. It's like a hectic place still. Yeah. Yeah. I've still got to go see like Cape Shank. I still haven't been Great Ocean Road. I still haven't been Hall's Gap. I still haven't been uh, Wilson's Prom. Mm. Great Ocean Road is good. I'm going Great Ocean Road too, actually. That's where I'm going away. Wait, next week? Not next week. I think the week oh. after. Yeah, man. It looks lit. 12 yeah. Apostles. We did we did Apollo Bay last year, and I think we're doing Torquay this year. Torquay's mad, especially if you get gnarly on the surfboard. I can get gnarly with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I surfed once too, and it went awesome. Um, I thought I was – actually, that was a funny story. I did it with school, and they're like, oh, okay, now everyone, you know, we got to wear um, – we got to wear, uh, what are they called? Body suits? Not body suits. Um, Fucking called. Wetsuits. Wet suits. Yeah. <laughs> we got to wear wetsuits so the place is going to hire them out some. And I was like, I turned up with my own. I did I did surf, surfing at Wilson's Prom. Oh, they do, they do surfing there? Yeah, yeah. Where did we? Oh, we did it in Torquay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did Torquay. Um, and uh, usually I'm not a fan of uh, ocean. I prefer bays. But sometimes... Oceans are fucking beautiful. Yeah. Just don't get caught. Okay. You know what I mean? Because that's where them sharks and all that be. <laughs> so I can't be doing that. Um, even someone the other day is like, oh, bro, Aspendale Beach is fucking full of jellyfish. And I was like, they're not going to They're yeah. not gonna harm you. They're not blue bottles. It's not too crazy. Have you been stung by a blue bottle? No. I've been stung by a jellyfish, but not one of those ones. Mate. My leg... <laughs> Uh, you know, what happens is you look in the water and you see a string. Yeah. And you think it's just some debris or something. And then within minutes, my whole leg was on fire, bro. Fuck. This was in Gold Coast, by the way. They're prevalent there. Really? What the fuck? And I had to go to the lifeguard and um, they had to ice me up and I was in agony, bro. Fuck. It, was, it wasn't nice. Um, all right. Enough talking about how I'm lonely. First on the agenda today is something that's been everywhere at the moment, actually. Um, The Wiggles getting the number one song in the Triple J Hottest 100. Clap it up up for them. You know, do you follow the Hottest 100? Nah, no way. Okay, neither. Not you my know, scene, it's not really... You know what it is, though. Yeah, yeah, my brother had his mates over and they were listening to him and shit. It's just not for me. So, as you're all aware, or maybe you're not, the Wiggles won. They got number one uh, for Triple J Hottest 100 uh, with a Leica version cover of whatever the fuck they did. Tame Impala. Yeah, it was Tame Impala. Yeah. Now, instantly... I saw Outrage. Really? Yeah. I, I, saw, I haven't seen any of the comments or anything for it. I just read an article before. <laughs> well, look, I follow a lot of artists, especially like local ones mm. and people in music locally. And, and obviously I follow them, so they retweet other people in the scene and all that. So basically their issue was that how the fuck are the Wiggles – of all people, gonna win or get the number one song for Triple J Hottest 100. Now, it's quite simple to me, really. Obviously, people, it's a voting system. So, mm. obviously, people thought, oh, let's vote for the Wiggles, bruh. 
Because I don't think, unless there are people out there that are mega fans of the Wiggles, like in their mid-20s and 30s, because that's probably the main Triple J listener fan base, uh, listener base, you're not voting for the Wiggles. No. Even if it was was fire. I was, yeah, I was taken away by it. I had no idea that that would happen. I thought it was a joke at first. Well, I think people have done the meme voting thing. Right, right, right. And that's just taken over? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think uh, there has to be. I can't give any other explanation unless it was rigged because Triple J and ABC have ties. True. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I, I didn't even know the Tame Impala song before. I can't lie. But I don't know if it's maybe Tame Impala fans or some shit as well. It could have been Possibly. shit. I don't know. No so idea. people were in, uh, um, you know, and what am I saying? People were in an outrage because the Kid Leroy could have won. It would have been the first Indigenous artist to win. Or get the number one song. True, I, see, I keep true. saying win, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and there were just other suggestions to like, you know, great musicians from Australia, which I totally get. I, I totally get that. Um, and I totally get that, you know, being in the top 100 or the hottest 100 is an achievement if you're an Australian musician. Uh, some people take it se- more seriously than others. Mm. But it still is an achievement. And if you get a number one song, um, that song's going to go crazy. Like, it's going to be all over the media. Everyone's going to know that they won. Um, and it's obviously exposure. But here's my thing. Why, with all due respect, why do you care about Triple J's rankings of a song? Yeah. Maybe because it's been made a day, but like at the same time, like I don't know why everyone's like going crazy about it, bruh. Like if I'm an Australian artist and I'm pissed off that the Wiggles won yeah. a fan voted <laughs> competition, I'd be mad in the head, bro. Mm. Why are you so worked up about the Wiggles winning? It's funny. Okay, it does take away uh, from the sort of prestige of winning it because mm-hmm. some serious obviously <clears throat> most songs that won it in the past were serious yeah. but guys I mean like look they took it serious like I, I watched the, the interview about it but just before and they were saying how they had to like because I've never obviously played anything like that yeah they still had to like take oh, it yeah. seriously and play it properly or whatever and you know they've been around it's like 30 years or something that they've been around the 30th year anniversary or some shit so it's not like they're just nobodies at the same time. So just to be devil's advocate, but you know. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, I think the main point I wanted to make is that guys, with all due respect to Triple J, they don't dictate whether you're successful or not. Yes, they play a, a, a huge part because of their reach and how big of a radio station it is and you know how easily they can get interviews with artists and every time an artist is in Australia – if they're a musician like that, they, they're probably going to do a like a version. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's been some great things that have come out of Triple J. But if I'm an artist, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you, seriously, bro, there's think pieces on why the Wiggles shouldn't have won. Go write about something else. <laughs> Go write a song. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, there's people that are full butt hurt. Yeah. I even read a few before, like... The headline was, this is why Wiggles winning Triple J Hottest 100 is not funny and very... Um, it sounds so salty and butthurt. Like, yeah, shut up. Give a Who fuck, cares, man? bro? Why are you looking to Triple J with all due respect? You should be looking <laughs> international. Worry about your streams. Yeah. Worry about your fan base. Worry about putting out good art. Worry about putting out good videos, good music. Yeah, if you're going to complain to Triple J like it's their fault, I think you've got something else to worry about. That th- Look... This is what it says to me. I've always laughed and joked about Triple J and the Hottest 100, especially people that sort of, with all you know, due respect to your brother, make a day of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd make fun of him as well. And I thought it was- th- Old th- mates I th- used to do it too. I can't yeah, stand it. It's corny. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, I, this is not, yeah, it's not for me. And it used to be on Australia Day, didn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so they had that and just getting everyone over and listening and like- all being in like suspense, like what's going to win? No, it didn't win. Mm. Cunt, I'm just going to get the orcs and put on what the fuck I want to hear. I'm not- <laughs> Bro, actually, I, ha- I think I had a mate who like like had a three grand sports bet payout 
for the Wiggles to win it or some shit. They bet on it? Because yeah, I was about to say there's like there's betting on it for every year. I think that might that definitely does add into it. Shout out your mate. <laughs> I think you posted his story or something. Three grand off the Wiggles. That's pretty crazy. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I, I don't think it's that much of a big deal. I think there's other things to worry about and it's fan voted. So if anything, be mad at the Australian public uh, and the consumers of music in this country for voting the Wiggles as number one. Yeah, and then let us know how that goes because yeah. <laughs> you're getting fucking nowhere with that. Exactly. <laughs> so, and you know, even the Triple J listenership, I'm not necessarily going to be uh, giving them much credit when it comes to music because if I'm in the car... The last thing I want to do is put on the radio. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've, I've listened to the radio unless it's something sport related. I'm not listening to like people have it on on the work side and, and you know, at their fucking, their, their barbecues and their picnics and whatever. Mm. Bro, I'm too much of a music head to put on Triple J. Sorry. So, yeah. I have a playlist for whatever vibe I need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to rock one minute and then house and mm. then rap. Mm-hmm. And Again, it's fan voted, so this is not an attack on Triple J necessarily. But guys, if Wiggles won, that means the majority of people that care and listen to Triple J probably have shit music taste. <laughs> With all due respect to the Wiggles, right? Because obviously, you know, the Wiggles are extremely talented. Yeah. But everyone thought, oh, some, you know, big time Australian musician was going to win. No one thought the Wiggles was going to win. Mm. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought, I good think it's them, funny. Yeah, good on them. Fucking 30 years later and they've just. Yeah, they're richer shit. than all of you. Yeah, fucking hell. And they've, they've had longevity longer than all of you. Mm-hmm. Like, so for the people that are butthurt, please get over it. Um, I don't think it was the Wiggles' fault. <laughs> I don't think they wiggled their way in there and rigged the voting. I'm sure there's some seedy shit going on behind the scenes, but at the end of the day, people voted. It is what it is. Get over it. Worry about making good music. Facts. Like, my favourite artists out of this country, I don't even think they've ever made top 100s. Who gives a fuck? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? It's not the Grammys or some shit. Like, I know, but isn't Triple J as well like a specific genre, like a specific few genres? Triple J, I mean, like their listeners, if anything, their like, listeners think that they're appreciators of music, but really, it's just like it's not. It's not everything, is it? Uh, it it's a bit of everything. It, it's mainly well, they claim it to be everything. I think it's mainly indie. Yeah, because that's what I thought. That's all they play and shit. Nah, they play rap. Right, right. right they have okay. a rap show. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Solly. Yeah. Um. They, well, he does a, one of the party shows, whatever. He plays rap. They have rap. They have some type of dance songs like Fisher and all that. That's like a Triple yeah, J yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, types of rock alternative. But it's really in that sort of realm of popular songs that aren't maybe necessarily hugely mainstream. Right, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of FIFA songs, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like those yeah, type of songs. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But yeah, I think my last point on that is don't take Triple J Hottest 100 too seriously, especially if you're an artist. Um, you should be worrying about much more important things. Facts. Lovely. Uh, next topic is um, actually, it became a topic about an hour ago when I read this tweet from Royalty. Shout out Royalty if you're watching. The tweet goes, does this generation feel compelled to turn to creative interests? Let me start again. I fucked it. (laughs) The tweet goes, does this generation feel compelled to turn creative interests into potential capitalizable projects or do we feel more encouraged to genuinely pursue our interests? Off you go, Josh. Heavy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. To unpack it. Yeah. Well, to be honest, that's actually the thing that I'm like facing right now. Like this, the past week too. I don't know. Have I really spoken to these about you about this? Yeah, here and there. Because like I don't know. Recently, um, especially going into the new year, for me personally, doing the whole video stuff, like 
I, I've come to the realization that I kind of don't want to be a service. I feel like I'm being a service for a lot of people when initially I got into this thing to, you know, be an artist, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do it for the love of, of making shit and making cool shit. And then, you know, to make money off of that and what I thought was the right way to go about it, which, you know, it's not the wrong way to go about it, but for me, it was to go and try and monetize it and try and make money off of it. So right now I'm in like this bit of predicament where I feel like, you know, I'm making good money from jobs, but they're just jobs that I don't want to do. And it's taking away from me being an artist and me creating the shit that I want to create. Um, but then like, then again, like it's just so hard to, to kind of battle it when we're in a world where being a TikToker or being a fucking, you know, Instagram person where it's like, you want to take photos, blah, blah, blah. And then you can make that your career and it looks great online. But, you know, obviously these are the hard yards you've got to put in, but you know, I don't know. It's just, it's pretty fucked. Like, like recently, to be honest, like from being very transparent, like I'm probably burning out at the moment. And that's why I've like taken a step back and like, I'm trying, like I've kind of said no to a few projects here and there because it's not allowing me to go and like fulfill this creative thing that I'm like trying to get out and trying to do. And I think that's, you know, the, the main reason that I started it, you know, was to go and was to make this cool shit that I wanted to make. Um, and if money is getting in the way of that, I just feel, it feels redundant, you know, so. Well, yeah, bro. I think, you know, everyone has come to that crossroads more than once in their journey if you're a creative. Yeah. Uh, here's my take on it. Uh, first of all, um, we live in an era where you can make money off the most minuscule bullshit. You know, um, I know that TikTokers make bread uh, and some of them don't even have great content. It's just one of their videos caught and they kept going with the uh, the, same thing, the template. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it just caught and now they're getting brand deals and sponsored posts and everything. So it is a bit of a pro and con situation where, look, especially in the beginning, sometimes you just need to do things definitely that can get you to that point where you have enough money and time to be like, fuck everyone. Now I'm really doing what I want. Definitely, definitely. I feel like that's probably the most important, one of the most important things to do because like for me, well, even like how you said it, the pros and cons, like, taking video and photo, it's like, it's a blessing and a curse because a lot of people, if not most people would need photos and videos at some point, Yep. which means like, you know, they come to you for your services. Yes. And if that's not like, I, I don't necessarily want to go and take these photos and videos for everybody. But like you said, beginning and starting out, you definitely have to do the, the shit that you don't want to do because you haven't got that leverage or you haven't got, you're not in a position to be able to say either I want this X amount you know, to be able to do this kind of work or no, I want to go and do my own shit because then you're still going to have to make money somehow, you know? And I think as well, like the the initial tweet that we're talking about is really sort of honing in on the fact like, do people just use their creativeness for money or mm. do people really just pursue it because it crea- being creative is fun for them? If I'm going to be completely honest, in 2022... If, if I know my creative content can make money, I'm going to try to. Oh, yeah. It's it just doesn't make it's sense. It's so enticing, man. Yeah. Like you just see everywhere and everything is, can be monetized from this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's too enticing and, you know, it's up to you about how you deal with your own integrity. So, you know, there's people that sell out and just do everything for a paycheck. Now, towards the end, that's where they can burn out and be like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of everyone. I don't want to do this anymore. I actually don't enjoy any of the content I do because it's all just brands and sponsorship stuff. Nothing is me. You can burn out. Same when DJs take on every set. Yeah. You you will stop enjoying the, the craft and the art of being a DJ because you do it so much. Just like with you, you're starting yeah. to burn out and you're starting to probably think in the back of your mind, low key, fuck this video shit. Oh, 100%. Like recalling back to the um, 
episode with Royce, like about pivoting. Like that's been the one thing that's been on my mind right now yeah. because, you know, like it's, I've gotten to a point where, you know, I feel like I've accomplished enough to, not to say enough, but, you know, I feel like I've accomplished a, a point where people are coming to me for my style and yeah. like my, my work as an artist and to then go back and take a step backwards and then kind of be told how to do my shit it kind of just doesn't feel, it doesn't sit right with me. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't then go and create this like good shit for you if I can't even genuinely do it. You know what I mean? But then again, you know, if you don't take that route, yeah. the money is harder to come by. Exactly. Cause like, you know, you want to go and you want to do these big projects, but no one's going to come and get, no one's going to come and ask you to do a project or do anything if you haven't got anything to show already. And yep. it's just the world. Yep. Look, fucking live in. you know, and I think this ties in as well. There's been a few guests that have like, oh, should we have them on the pod? Not prior guests, but like people that were like a prospect to come on. And, you know, I've had to have convos with Coda and just be like, I I'm, not, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Because yeah. this is still your thing. This is still your creative outlet, you know? You know? And, and like people have different – and that's why you have to have when, – when you're working with people, it's, it's harder because – someone might be more business orientated and then yeah. someone might be just like the creative. And mm. then if they don't work harmoniously together, there can be some clashes. Um, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, for instance, if someone who has a large following wants to come on the pod, but I necessarily don't want to talk to him, no disrespect, but I just don't feel like we would have the convo that I want. Mm-hmm. It begs the question. Do we just get them on and talk shit so so we get more reach because mm. they're going to share it, or do we not risk having a shit episode and just build naturally? Yeah, you know, you want to keep your integrity and you want to do it because you want to do it in the first place. Yeah, you know, that's and the whole point. You're doing this shit anyway, and it's up to you. Do you want your creative outlet to be a hobby, or do you want it to be a career? Because everyone always harps on about. Oh, I wish I could do something I love for a job. You can, especially if you're a creative. In mm. this era, like we just said, people are ma- making oh. money off the dumbest shit. It's the best time to do it. Yeah, like, now. Now, definitely. That's so, why so many people are. You know, I get people not wanting to be burnt out and all that, but it's all just preparation and balance. Yeah. Right. If you say, right, for this month, I'm going to limit myself to this many projects for other people. I'm going to get my bread. It's going to keep me floating. But in the meantime, I'm going to work on what I'm truly passionate about. Yeah. And then gradually, once you build your name. Kind of outweighs. And your price goes up. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can be like, all right, I could take on one job a month and, it'll, and you know, it'll serve me fine. Yeah. Because my value has gone up. I don't have to do seven jobs where I'm burning myself out. Mm. I do one and then the rest of the time I work on what I truly want to do. Um, And, you know, I don't blame creatives for getting into the game for money. I don't. I I just don't. Like there's, there's this whole thing in music as well where it's like, are you in it because you love making music or are you in it for money? Like there's been rappers that have said, look, I like music, obviously, but I'm in this for the fucking money. I'm trying to feed my family. Yeah, and you it, look at them and they just got so much from doing that, just one thing. And bro, you, oh, so many of them like, aren't even necessarily that good. You know? No, no. Like that's the, that's the point we're at now. No. And, you know, if you can, and look, I am the number one judgmental fuck <laughs> when it comes to content, music, TikTok, whatever. So I do judge stuff. But at the end of the day, if they make a few TikToks a day and that's their income and with all due respect, some other guy or girl is busting their ass at their nine to five, coming mm. home depressed and shit, which path am I going to take? If yeah. I'm creative enough and I know I can do that, I'm going to go there, bro. Yeah. And the requirements are getting less and less, you know? Like yeah. T- TikTok is still video. Like we're in the same, like I'm in the same league, but it's like completely different, you know? Like, People still go to film school for how long, you know, even though I didn't do that, but, yep. you know, it's still like the same kind of spectrum and it comes all the way down to like just basic basics and you're making a living off of that. This convo, by the way, is not for people that I guess aren't trying to make money off their creative side. Yeah. This, like, I'm not shitting on people that have 
five day a week jobs, nine to five, whatever, you guys are probably in much better positions. Oh yeah. And the fact if you are doing it for a hobby, you're probably still in a better position because you, you literally just get to make the, whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, there's pros and cons to it all, but financially you guys are probably in better positions. <laughs> Usually when creatives start out, the money is very low. Yeah. And then that leads creatives to think, do I just want to keep making what I love or do I want to try to make money out of it? There is a way to do both, but you have to be really thoughtful with how you do things. Your intent needs to be really clear yeah. and it needs to be lovable, whether you're a lovable character, lovable music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, bro, there's people that do things their way the whole way through and still have 100%. money. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, that, that's the goal, I feel like, for majority of creatives is to do it their way. You yeah. Know? And then be paid for it is just like a a blessing on top, you know? You just got to, you got to maneuver though. You got to be like persistent and you got to be consistent and, you know, you just got to keep working towards it because it'll come eventually. Like, you know, for us and even for them ones itself, you know, like it'll come. Like we were 58 episodes in, which you didn't mention at the start, by the way. Oh, um, episode 58. Um, We're 58 episodes in, you know, and it's slowly, gradually moving, but- persistence and consistency will get us there in the end like it's all natural too yeah exactly you know if you keep doing what you do and you do it in your way someone's going to like you for who you are obviously with anything but you know it's it's just it's the same thing in art and same thing with creative stuff it's just it's just how it happens i and you know i really got to make this clear that it's the era we're in it's this would not be the same case in the 80s or the 90s because of how easy it is to make money off your creative outlets Mm. Um, you know, let's put it this way, bro. Say, for instance, I am a budding chef. What? A budding chef. Like, I want to be a chef. Right. Right. I can cook real good at home and shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we're in 1985. (laughs) The only way I'm getting on TV is through agencies and... You know, I have to know someone, network, and you know, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, all I got to do is get a ring light from Kmart and a little stand and cook in my kitchen, and I could get a million views on me making a burger. Mm. And people are. Chebo, bro. Shout out Chebo. Chebo. I'm pretty pretty sure he just did what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, wait, yeah, yeah. He was just working, just making burgers and shit. Like, now now he's got his own full place. Everything. And, you know, that's creative, bro. What he did was creative in his own way. And if you asked him, you know, if you asked him, oh, do you, what do you really want to make? Maybe he might say, I I make what I really want to make. But there are people out there that have to sacrifice a little bit of what they really want to do to get to the end goal. Yeah, I think that's very prominent, especially in videos and stuff, because majority of like the sick videos that you see or even movies and stuff, they have to go through a process of approval from other people. Right. And that's like, that's, that's kind of the one, like one of the things that I hate about it is because, you know, it's like, you, you wouldn't go tell a painter how to paint their paintings, no. you know, you wouldn't tell them, oh, I think you should do this color here or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why for me now, it kind of feels like that's just like, well, that's the thing that's in the spotlight for me. It's like, fuck, you're really going to tell me how to t- take the shot? Like I haven't fucking- Yeah, exactly. You know, I haven't been doing this for years. I haven't studied this. I haven't blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. But then on the flip side, bro, like you don't need, this sort of ties in, I guess. Yeah. You don't need classical training for anything anymore. No, nah, no way. I learned everything off YouTube. Like what? Like I didn't go to school for nothing. Like, but that's everything. Like music as well. Like, bro, music, mu- podcast. You didn't, f- bro. No, podcast wasn't a fucking thing. Uh, how many years ago? Yeah. You know? Like, um, and everything, bro. I want to present. Yeah. And I think that gradually I'm getting there. But I didn't go to school for TV journalism. This whatever, is your training right here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about the era we're in. And look, I do respect people that really stick to their core values and only do it because they love it. Oh, yeah. Respect to that, man. Respect. But it's tough because in this day and age with the price of everything, Mm. are you going to work your nine to five and then be passionate enough 
to go home and do maybe five to nine yeah. for no money, just because you like it. Mm. Now there's people that do that. There's people that work their nine to five and they'll come home and play guitar all night and they won't. But I guarantee you, there's a little something in the back of their mind thinking, man, I'd love to be in a band, make money off this. Yeah. Man, I'd love to be getting sponsorships from whatever. It's in everyone's mind. Some people find it a bit uh, inauthentic to just say, fuck it, I want some money. Mm. But at the end of the day, everyone wants money. They, they want money. And if they can do it by doing something they love, even if they have to sacrifice a bit of their taste, yeah. they're going to do it. Um, like money as well facilitates, can facilitate taking that further as yes. well. Yes. Camera gear. Camera gear is so fucking expensive, you know, but if I want to shoot something in a particular way, or with a particular lens, like, you know, what, you got to spend 10 grand on a fucking, on another camera. Where am I going to get 10 grand from if I'm not making money off the shit that I'm taking, that's taking up majority of my time, you know? Exactly. So, so look, we just got to weigh it up. Exactly. We could go in circles and yeah. I think like everyone's going to have a different approach. But yeah, my take on it is that if the money is there, do it. But people know me, I have quite a strong stance when it comes to integrity with... Let's use the podcast for an example. Who I talk to, yeah. what we talk about, and sort of the way I go about things. Yeah, there's been a few times where I've spoken about shit that I look back and think corny or oh, I just talked about it because everyone else was. Yeah, yeah. But there's some of the little sacrifices you have to take to get your name out there. Because if I, if I took this pod from episode one and spoke about all the weirdo shit I care about and only five other cunts do, mm. no one would be watching. Yeah. You have to have some sacrifice. Get them on your side and then you can introduce them to your world. Yeah. Like, you know, there could have been even like there could have been things you never thought you would have spoken about. You went and made it a TikTok, it TikTok blew up and then it, it took you to another place where you're now can talk about whatever the fuck you want, you know? Like Bro, I'd rather just, I'd rather talk about music I love, not the top yeah. twenty Australian song. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You know? but if that's gonna get you to a place where you can talk about the music that you love exactly. all day long, that's where you're gonna toss it up. So, you just got some gems dropped on you. Facts. Um, for free. For free. There you go. Um, but, yeah, I think that's my take on it. And uh, shout out Royalty for a really thought-provoking tweet. Nice, Josh. Speaking of uh, TikTok and stuff, um, this is an old story. Um, oh, are we all good for the timer? Okay. Yeah. This is an old story that I came across today, actually, while I was surfing the net. It's called The Great Londini. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Were you aware of this before I brought it up? No, I wasn't, but I read it before and it sounds pretty hectic. Now, I've got some notes on it because it is a bit full oh. on. Oh, some notes. Uh, I didn't write these, <laughs> oh, okay. copy and pasted. Okay. <laughs> um, fucking essay. Basically, there's a guy... Uh, I think he goes by Leo or something. Yeah. Um, and he's a TikTok vigilante, which basically means um, he avenges people online, especially on TikTok, that have been cyberbullied, harassed, um, etc. cetera. Yeah. So he wears a mask, I believe. Um, and it's a group, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is a group. Yeah. I think there's like a leader or maybe or something, yeah, yeah, but there yeah. is a group. Um, and this is a quote from them or him. We are taking social media back from bullies, pedophiles, scammers, and trolls. The masked man in the black hoodie speaks straight into the camera with an electronically distorted voice. He looks and sounds straight out of a horror movie. So he's giving off that anonymous vibe. Kind of like, a, it's like a Joker mask almost. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a Viva Vendetta type yep, yep. thing. Um, and then this was some information on it. If you're a troll, you may think you can safely hide behind your anonymous account name, but Londini works on the premise that he can discover your real identity within seven to eight clicks. If you're a child, he'll try to tell your parents or your school that you're abusing people online. If you're an adult, maybe one who was posted a sexually threatening comment on the video of a child, then he'll really tell on you. Uh, that may mean informing your employer, tipping off your local police department, etc. Um, look, I sort of respect it, but I can see where the lines would get blurred. Um, because, you know, as I'm reading here, um, 
this is a story of what happened to someone that he tried to like erase, basically. Uh, the BBC spoke to a TikTok user who had been targeted with online abuse after the great Londini criticized her videos about Memorial Day. Liz, a peace activist, described the holiday when US pays tribute to men and women killed while serving in the military as an entire holiday dedicated to murder. It provoked a furious response. Uh, Liz says she was deluged with abuse, much of it from users with Londini in their username, who told her to kill herself and contacted her former employee to try to get her fired. She said it does seem hypocritical that they're on an anti-bullying account, but a lot of their followers are bullying people. It's a bit ironic, isn't it? Now, this is what happens when people get followers and stands and crazy, you know, um, followers. They take it overboard and it flips. Mm. Um, So I think the intention from the start, I love it. Get these weird pedophile scammers, uh, abusive people online, get them out of here. Mm. Get them out of here. But I can see how it can flip because, again, stands just everything is subjective as well. Yeah. So if this person's political views are different to another person's, does that mean they need to get? That's why it gets techy. Like, yeah, that's why it gets But techie. if it's like, if it's if it's straight up, like, because I saw one video about how it was some fifteen-year-old girl, like some seven-year-old girl, that's like her mom's dressing her up, like in adult like clothing yep, and okay. shit, like revealing shit. That's weird. That's where I'm like, all right, cool. Fair enough. Fuck, like, I'm step yeah. in and say Fuck. something. Fair enough. If you're yeah. going to be the one to step in and say something, good on you. Like, yep. But if it's shit like that, where it's like political beliefs, I don't know. That's a bit. I'll try yet, Josh, to put up a little video so you can maybe. Fuck when I'm editing this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hear the voice or something. It doesn't have to be that. Actually, yeah, I'll put the face or some shit. Yeah, put the face or something. Yeah, so you can see it. Um, Fortunately for him, we exist. But basically the reason that, he or the group started it is because um, it was born out of tragedy. Uh, last year, the 14-year-old autistic son of one of Leo or the great Londini's friends took his own life um, due to the fact that he was depressed uh, because he was being abused on social media. So it started because, you know, someone close, you know, took their life and – and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to put a stop to this. And, you know, we've seen movies about vigilantes. Mm. I think it's always the same thing. It starts out good and then something bad happens and then they have to redeem themselves. Are they a good person or not? It's like the Spider-Man shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they all turn yeah. on Spider-Man. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, James Franco. Yeah, James, James <laughs> Wanko. Um but that was an interesting story because apparently he amassed like millions of followers. I haven't checked if he's still around today. He is. I checked it before. He is? Yeah. But apparently he got like their account got taken down a few times. Oh, nine times it said. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it, it uh, definitely is violating some type of user guidelines from TikTok. Yeah. But I sort of fuck with it. There are some parts where I'm just a bit like, oh, uh, that could go sour. But if it means getting these weirdos out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting their, uh, getting their, you know, getting them to lose their jobs or. Yeah, put him out on shame. Fair enough. Yeah. Shame him. Yeah. Name him shame, baby. I think, but I saw his account before and I, it's got like things that are like good. Like he starts yeah. to repost shit that's good. So like, I don't know if it's, I don't know, it was a little bit tacky. Oh, so he was, he was <laughs> like attacking pro- shit that's no, good. No, 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 no. He was on like, like, so on like the, the cover of like each photo, it'll be like, not okay or yup. Or like, and the ones that say uh, "yup" are like, yeah, it's a good thing, and he's just like reacting to it. Ah, uh, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it kind of seems that. a little like sell. Get back on the streets. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, just do back to the detective work. Yeah, <laughs> go back to the dirty work. <laughs> do the dirty shit. Right. But you done good, you mad cunt. I think, unless you're a weirdo, I don't know. But from what you I seem read, like a mad cunt. Yeah, from what I read, keep doing your thing. Just keep it all above board. Um, yeah, so there's a little weird story for you guys. Now, you know I'm always uh, putting you guys onto some fire, even though they're in the top 10 Netflix uh, lists, but I'm still putting you on. Uh, past two weeks, I've watched two shows that I need to tell you guys about. The first one is Deadly Class, which is about um, a school set in the 80s in San Francisco it's a private academy, so no one really knows about it, where they basically teach kids to be assassins, uh, high school kids. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a few reasons why the kids are there. Like there's different socioeconomic classes, 
The first one is like legacy. So that's the kids that come from criminal organizations. So like Yakuza children, triad children, cartel children, whatever. Then there's like rats, which are like, you know, homeless kids, people that uh, don't really have any family, stuff like that. And they really do teach these kids how to be world-class assassins. But obviously when you go to a school like that, shit goes tits up. So it's a great show. Check it out. Very 80s. Um, Just finished it today. And if you like, um, I feel like it's like maybe Riverdale if it was directed by Tarantino. It's very gory. It's bloody. A lot of dark humor. There's like scenes where like people are getting slashed up, but the music doesn't match. That type of stuff. I really enjoyed it. Uh, have you seen it? You haven't seen it? No, I watched the trailer before yeah. when you told me about it. But. Now, you said that you preferred this show that I'm about to talk about now. Oh, yeah, which I still haven't watched, but yes. I don't fucking watch TV shows. So. Guys, I'm three eps in, and honestly, a show hasn't had me shivering in me boots in a while. Do you like horrors? Not really. I'm new to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen like Hereditary and shit? Nah, nah. Bro, watch Hereditary. That's like my favorite. Is that horror. sci-fi though? No, no, no. That's like, it was like the best horror film without jump scares. Oh, that yeah, might A24. be- Yeah, A24. It was fucking that sick. That might be my bag. Is yeah. this the one where the um, the piano wire cuts off someone's neck? Mm, I don't know. Oh. I can't recall. It's good though. I'm going to check it out during the day. Um- <laughs> But yeah, Archive 81, this show. Um, I don't really recognize any actors from it. Um, It's a lot of new sort of actors, but um, it's basically about a guy, quiet guy, reserved guy who restores broken or damaged footage from VHS or cassettes or anything like that. He's very delicate. He takes things apart with gloves and he tries to restore these damaged videos or this damaged tape. And a mysterious man comes along and asks him to do a project for a lot of money, um, but he has to do it in like this isolated research facility in the middle of the woods. It's a lot of money. So the guy says, fuck it, I'll take it. And... Basically, there was a fire in a New York apartment building and some tapes had been burnt in the fire, but they'd been sort of collected. Someone someone got them and it was his job to restore the footage. The fucked part is the more footage he watches after he restores it, the more fuck shit gets and it turns into demonic cults, um, and a whole bunch of weird, creepy, eerie shit that involves his family and etc. I'm only three eps in, so that's all I know for now. But yeah, straight away had me on the edge of my seat. Um, me and my brother were like glued to the TV. I was like, this shit is incredible. This is a good idea. I've never seen a show like that. Done by Netflix, yeah? Yeah, done yeah. by- A lot of people bash Netflix originals- but some of no. the shits are right. I like them because they're shot nice. They all look good. Yeah, bro. Some of this yeah. shit is not bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you're going to choose one of the two, check out Archive 81 first, especially if you like more mysterious, thrillery, horror. The other one's a bit more dark humor, a bit more full on. But this show, man. What was the last thing you saw that really had you on the edge of your seat? Like, oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. What we were talking about just before. What, what's it called? No. Oh, no Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. I watched that for the first time on Saturday. That shit was fucking hectic. Who is that motherfucker? What's his name? Oh, it's not Hugh. It's not, uh, not It's some, Hugh, some hectic shit. I don't, know. Some, I don't know. Oh, and speaking of VHS tapes as well, uh, I bought a new VHS camera. Fuck the guy who stole my hey, one. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, yeah, I bought a new one. Off, uh, off a Russian cunt as well. Just random really Russian nice. some, some old Russian cunt. Just fucking- USSR. He goes, oh, I haven't got this one up for sale, but you can take. I was like, yes, sir. Javier Bardem. That's the, that, That's yeah, the guy. That's the guy. Sick cunt, bro. That was a good movie, man. What a that, villain. Like I had to, I had to like decipher it. Decipher. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, yeah. I had to like, you know, 
figure it fucking out after like connect all the dots and shit because there's like three different like timelines that are going on at the same time like fucking hectic i don't know i liked it it was pretty good and for a 2007 movie shot on film i'm pretty sure as well looked beautiful um it's expensive to shoot on film isn't it very expensive yes so that was i could appreciate that that was good storyline was hectic acting was hectic pacing was pretty good bro i, I was happy one with of the best villains ever yes you can't so une- like oh, he's eerie like it was he's eerie bro mm. Uh, and I love it when I love it when actors do that where they don't have to have all this crazy shit on and scary stuff. It's just them, the bare minimum, the bare minimum, and just their facial expressions, the way they say walk. Anything. Yeah, nothing. Say anything. And he's like, and he has that weird like Willy Wonka haircut, which like oh, bro, adds to that's it. scary. <laughs> if exactly. you got that cut, you're yeah, fucked. Yeah, yeah, and you look like that, and you're walking around, and I don't, I don't even want to spoil it. But like, have you seen it? Ages ago. He like he kills comes with like one of those fucking the sheep Sheep shearer. No 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 one of the what are the things that was like you put it in his head and just fucking Oh brand? Yeah. No no no. It's like it kills him. Like straight up. Oh, like the electrocution is that what I'm no 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 no. It's like I don't know, it's it's used for like fucking cattle or some shit. Like a like it's like a rod. What's it what's it called? No country. I think I know what you're talking about. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like that's why he carries around the air, air canister with him. It's like fucking. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah. It's like um, oh, like dude. a as like an aspirated gun type thing. Hold up. Uh, what is the air compression weapon? Uh, a captive. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, captive. Yeah, captive bolt pistol. Captive. That's what I said. Captive. Yeah, captive. Captive bolt. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah, um, the captive bolt pistol is a gun that fires a bolt into the brain of cattle to stun them before slaughter so silent it's like straight to the fucking point bruh it was hectic and then it was like shooting the locks off with the yeah hectic you gotta watch it watch it fuck a normal gun i know yeah like quiet just instantly dead assassin shit speaking of shot on film it takes me back to my last point you can't start out and shoot on film unless you got money facts i was looking at that um yesterday because i want to start i want to shoot on 16 mil and for two minutes of footage just to get developed and scanned not even to for the camera not even for the film itself developed and scanned is like 150 200 bucks for two minutes bro two minutes imagine shooting a whole fucking film two minutes say an hour and a half i don't even know what the math is on that a lot of money thousands yeah um and then that's not including the equipment no again you know, if you want to get to that point of what you truly love, you're probably going to have to start out on a little fucking DLSR, or whatever they're called. Close, but yeah. DL, DLRS, DSLR. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. One of them. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out those shows. Um, they've got my stamp of approval. I can't actually wait to get home and watch Archive 81. Sorry, Max, you're at a party and I'm going to watch it without you. You shouldn't be at a party. Goodbye, it's Tuesday man. fucking night. You're a fucking lawyer. Um, fuck, what else, bro? I was going to touch on, um, I'll touch on that next week, how people don't know when to play yeah. certain types of music. I think Coda will be good for that as well. Yeah, because it was, he spurred that. Right, right, right. Like, That's a Coda he thing. was doing, he was playing Yeet at <laughs> the beach. Yeah, like my brother, walk. my brother the other night, we were like just vibing and he puts on Tupac, like some dark shit. And I was like, yeah, oh, not it's cool, needed. but like, not now, brother. There's time and there's time and a place. Like, I'll get into it more next week, but shout out my cousin, Sammy. He's got a fucking immaculate R33 GTR Skyline. And it's obviously a machine, over over $100,000, this thing. And he took me for a drive Oh yeah, sorry, on sorry. Saturday night. Hectic. I was never a car guy because I always thought car guys are like wankers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are, mm. especially the ones that like have their cars on bags and like overdo the like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like things original. Yeah. So if everything's kept original, it's clean. You can sell it. Whatever. To be honest, bro, whenever like I get in a car guy's car, it goes fuck, man. I wouldn't mind like a hectic car like this. Yeah. But then again, like, it's a lot of work. Moneta as well, bro. Exactly. And you know, my cousin spent like forty odd grand on it. Yeah, ridiculous. That's not perch. That's not the purchase price. That's what he spent on it to make it look pristine. And um, yeah, we went down Port Melbourne and there was like, look, there was a lot of Aussie muscle guys there and they probably stunk, but there was a few mad cars, a few mad skylines and the Bluetooth on the the stereo wasn't working before we took off. And I was like, bro, I can't be in this car 
at nine o'clock on a warm summer's night, mm. driving Beach Road without Beach Road Cruise. Yeah, bit bit corny, but fuck. Cunts love those cars. It's, yeah, yeah. They, they yell out shit like rev it, and yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so we had to stop off at a petrol station and get a Bluetooth. Uh, adapter. Con- yeah, adapter. I play Dawn FM, and I'm like, "This is fitting music." I'm in a skyline. We're flying. Yeah. Like the MT music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "This is lit." I would not want to listen to some. You know, some um, even just like modern rap. I don't want to listen to that in this. I mean, mm. Skyline. Mm. Like, come on, mm-hmm. do the math. But yeah, guys, we're going to keep it nice and well, it's not that short. We're at an hour. Let's keep it at this. I'm going to edit this shit right now. Yep. I got um, work to we're going to keep it at that. Thanks for chilling with us today. I told you guys it was going to be a chill up because this is me and Josh. I got no one to argue with. Yeah. We pretty much. I want to do this again. I like this. Yeah. And it's nice. It's a nice I think I therapy. Did, right. yeah. you did, did very well for your first time on. In front, bro. Of, in front of the camera. Um, but yeah, back to the bullshit next week. But yeah, thanks for chilling with us guys, man. Your mum's a shit cook. Your mum's a shit cook. Or oh, maybe 58. she maybe she isn't. I'm such a no, nice no, guy no. now. Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe she isn't. There's a lot of mums that are shit cooks out there. They're definitely not my mom, but Not mine. I'm, I'm fortunate if your mum is. Episode 58, Dem One's available on- Let's fucking go. YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe. Like comment, and subscribe. share with your friends, comment. share it on your stories, share it on fucking everything. And just, you know what, guys? Just leave a comment because you fucking can, you know? Just leave a comment. Like, get on our YouTube and actually be like, great episode, guys. Not even great episode. Tell us what we did bad. Tell, tell, us, tell me what I did bad. Tell him what he did bad. All good. Yeah. But Probably tell him good shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell me bad shit. Yeah, fuck, he's better at- He's like, better at- um, It is what it is. A comment on. is a comment. Algorithm exactly and right. that. Exactly right. Thank you very much for tuning in. That's perfect. Yeah, let's go. Come on.